Is guacamole a fruit salad? What is the best milkshake for bringing boys to the yard? Ostriches are dinosaurs. Don't piss off old people. New game. What do you mean it gives you Arby's mouth? Artisanal muck duck balls. I think they call that auto fellatio. I want to high five a shark. Welcome to Bar Banter. Relax, have a drink with us as we debate the most controversial topics in the world today. On today's, On today's podcast, it's my new favorite game for this. <laughs> <Me> <laughs> try and time it. Travis <laughs> says it. <laughs> we talk about what is the best flavor of chip. What is the best Kesha song? And lastly, we discuss the unwritten rules of Waffle House. But first, Benjamin Trimmer, what are you drinking? I'm drinking Land Shark. Went to a oldie but goodie. It's March. It's been a cold week, and I wish I was on the beach somewhere. Drew Mullis, what are you drinking? I'm going for Paloma tonight. Um, yes. Some a little bit a little bit lighter, very bubbly. Some tequila in there. Uh, Richard Madison, what are you guzzling down over there? Continuing my... Uh my streak of my long island iced teas so i'll probably be doing this for another i don't know month until i switch back to palomas who knows mm-hmm. travis what's you drinking over there special occasion so i brought out the good segue lagavulin 16 it's my birthday happy birthday travis happy hey, birthday thanks. that's your birthday yeah dude right so fucking weird. But can I just can I steal this? It's not even a mm-hmm. segue. Mm-hmm. I just I just want to set the tone for the yeah. rest of these topics. As you said, Travis, it's a special occasion. Each one of these topics is about occasion. And okay. it is I just want that okay to be thought of throughout the rest of our topics because that is the that is the avenue which I'm coming from. It's about the occasion. I like that. I'm 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 here for that. Cryptic, but I love it. So Lagavulin in 16, since it's my birthday, I'm super I I love this scotch so much. It's PD, it puts hair on your chest, and it's one of those things where I'm like, I hope that one day my son or and our sons enjoy a scotch like this for the two of us to enjoy. Cause at the end of the day, he's just like a chip off the old block. Yeah, I don't know there, was what we're lot, there was a there was a lot of set setup, and it's I my like birthday. You, damn it! I feel like Laugh. you let that one down. I didn't. I didn't. That was a that was a how do I get chip chip off the old block? Got it done. Speaking of chips, I'm all in. Ha! Nice. That's there's a segue for you. What's the best flavored chip? Chip flavor? Go. Let me let me hop out of here because. The reason set, why set the, I, uh, the I don't know if, theme, whatever it was. if it's going to make this episode Asian. or not, but what we discuss discuss free, like if you want to say Dunkaroos or Starburst, I don't, I don't care. I will say this: it's about occasion, and so it has to be standalone. Mm-hmm. And what I mean is, like, don't sharpshoot. Like, obviously, you know, whatever seasoning or a. Uh, 
flavor is on there that is considered standalone. So like, this is not my picks, but uh, Fritos chili or, you know, cool ranch Doritos, like that is standalone. But if you're going to come out and say a waves dipped in ranch, no, sir, there's no mm-hmm. dips involved in this conversation. I like that. I'm okay with that. That is, that is and then that feeds into the rest of the topics tonight but since i have the floor my and it's something that i've struggled with each one of these topics is i struggled with my favorite mm-hmm. versus the best and right. and i'm not going to say that i i picked correctly because it it bleeds whether i went with my favorite or what i truly think is the Chips best bleed well i mean you know only if it's hot i don't know anyways so for me the best chip is and i'm gonna go brand as well but if you know other brands do it then that as well uh the tostitos hint of lime is i think the best chip out there a close second is any salt and vinegar however that bleeds into a different topic so my pick is going to be a Tostitos hint of lime is the I'm best. A, I'm going to need you to uh, elaborate because I'm already hard with the one? other corner. On which one? The Tostitos lime. I don't. What am I elaborating on? Like, why like, is that the best? You just said that's the best. Because it tastes, it tastes delicious. I don't. Okay. So it just like what? Like what? I don't understand. That's it. That's all you got. That's just. That's the whole. So okay, if you it. like, if you want me like, to dive, give me, down, give me something. If you want me to dive down, like on our details, like we normally do. So yeah, so that's the podcast. But, you know, so growing up, obviously, a large majority of people would, and I'm not trying to put you all in this box. I'm just saying it was a popular chip. A large majority of p- people would pick to uh, Doritos Cool Ranch, right? Yeah. But you know, when I was a child, I thought like a child, and. You know, there's just like, is it good? Sure. But am I going to just kill a whole bag? Maybe, maybe not. But to me, there is a, it is the respectful blend between, Mm. you know, an extra seasoning and not all over the finger. So I could have, you know, I'm making up amounts. Don't hold me to this. Like, you know, half a bag, a couple of hands full. And while maybe there's, you know, I'm not going to touch my will after I have one chip. There's, I'm not overly worried about my hands being cool rants the rest of the day, or in this case, hint of lime. There's just, to me, it's a good blend of just a normal chip and then just a little extra flavor, just a little extra um hint, that really, a hint if you will a, a hint yes a hint of lime um so for me that's what does it and yeah i will bow out to the next vote on this I, one i i like what you said because i don't want to say that changed my answer and because i'm i i could never vote hint of lime i don't i'm not a big citrus fan that's fine so, yeah that's, that's just me yeah. preference I, I get the tostitos like in in theory just plain salt tostitos actually could be up there, you know, if you wanted to do that. But I was going to go with my past. Like you said, I thought like a child and this is going to be this has got to be the best chip. And that was ruffle sour cream and onion. Like it's solid pick, though. Solid pick. I'm one of still. But like that was my childhood favorite. That's what I want now. I crave it. But is it the best chip? And I don't think it is. I my palate 
has grown. My my flavor profile has expanded. And I think I got to go with, I guess you're... Um, I'm going to go with your number two and say a salt and vinegar, like a really good salt and vinegar. Specifically, am... specifically one of these two brands, either Cape Cod or Miss Vicky's. Great one choices. of those two. Like, I don't think I could. I'm going to go Cape Cod because it's more available. Sure. But now, as I'll... as long as I don't get the reduced fat Cape Cod salt and vinegar, because that's not good. But like full fat, regular salt and vinegar, Cape Cod might be. The best chip. And before someone else goes, the only reason I didn't pick that as my number one is I'm not going to finish and buy bag. I don't mean the snack bag. I mean like the big the family you know, size bag. Family style. Family size. I couldn't. And actually, I haven't tried. So maybe I could. I just don't think I would crush the family style because I would probably get halfway through and be like, okay. You know, too much. You know, salt it's, it's a heavy chip. It's it's the there's a lot afterward to it. too. Just there is, and the, so that is why I went. The the tiebreaker to me was I could finish a bag mm -hmm. of lime. I wouldn't finish a bag. However, I'm not mad if sea salt and vinegar takes the cake because it is a wonderful chip. It also tastes like other things, but that's a different podcast. Uh, yeah, Rick. So I liked your I liked your Tostitos hint of lime. Good choice. Travis, salt and vinegar is solid. Uh, Miss Vicky's or Cape Cod are both amazing. Uh, probably lean slightly towards the Cape Cod. But mm -hmm. you guys mm -hmm. both talked about chips from our childhood. And a couple of things for me stood out for the best chip. Uh, I think Rick made the best point is it's got to be standalone. But the thing is, is there's more than just being standalone great chip. It also has to go with pretty much everything. Pretty much every kind of dip you can come up with. You want this chip to work with it. And I'm convinced that this chip does. And I will say that no bag of chips in the entire chip aisle catches my eye more than that giant blue bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. Every time you're walking down the chip aisle, it's the one that jumps out to you every time. It's the little tanginess, the onion, the garlic, whatever, whatever flavors you get out of it. It's not overwhelming, so it goes great with a lot of different dips, but it's standalone, and it's a it's a phenomenal chip. Not to mention, I learned a cool, fun fact about Cool Ranch Doritos today. In other countries, they're called Cool American Doritos. That's a neat little fact that I didn't Damn know about. Damn straight. So that is far and away my pick for the best chip, not just the flavor, but it's the best, like the, the the whole package, you know, from the package itself to the chip itself. It just delivers it all. I mean, it's a banger. Let's I mean, be honest. when you think of America, you think <laughs> of ranch. Exactly. <laughs> it's for, the for, baseline for good or bad. of which other countries judge us by. <laughs> Has anyone else? I'm okay with the pick. Call me a noob. I don't think I've ever tried Cool Ranch with a wide variety of dips. And if I'm the odd oh, man out, that's unfortunate. Well, I guess I like, I guess that's, I just never, I never thought I needed it with it. So like, there's, there's so much you don't need it good with other dips. So, just, okay. First, so Rick, I know, itself, I know you love nachos. I know I you love nachos. I do love nachos. Dude, 
the, one of the best things I ever discovered in college was making a full nacho plate with Cool Ranch Doritos. That's hot. Try it. It's solid. That's a different flavor. <laughs> it's hot. Say less. Say less. I'm not mad. I just, I just need to know. It goes. No, but my point it. is, it goes with everything. It, it really okay. does. I believe you. I've just never experienced it. I'm not mad with the pick. Ben, slight amendment. I don't think it goes with everything. I think it elevates everything. Right? You take a dip. Yeah, you take I'm, a French onion with, dip. I'm fine with that it's, too. It's a hundred times <laughs> like no chip is going to taste better than a cool ranch dorito in that dip right yeah. so even salsa right well and that's like, a it's good so argument good because the staple Peso. for salsa it's is so a, is good a, is a corn chip you know like a tostito or something but a dorito is not a staple for it but it's still great that's what i'm saying i think it elevates all of the i mean the that's what i get around it from taco bell i get the cool ranch exactly <laughs> <laughs> if it's okay for taco bell drew good point good point <clears throat> You mm. get a little mm. chipper, a little chip, chip, chippy. No, a little chipperoo. No, stop. <laughs> Don't. I okay. I I'm actually really surprised at where this conversation has gone. I thought we were going to be all over the place, and I, I love the Cool Ranch Dorito because it is a standalone, amazing chip that I can just scarf a half of family size bag of and not even realize I've done it. But the simplicity of that salt and vinegar lets the actual chip shine for itself. The the fried potato. For me, um, I love the salt and vinegar, and it it is a classic. I do like the sea salt and cracked pepper. Ooh, yes, so good. Because in the same vein. And I have I have literally twenty different flavors written down of chips that and different variations that I absolutely love, from cheddar horseradish to the cheddar sour cream dill pickle Fritos honey barbecue twists, phenomenal. The Cheetos uh, cheddar jalapeno, all of those like I just love the flavor that you can get on those. But actually letting the product, the chip itself shine and just adding a little bit of salt and a little bit of cracked pepper to it is amazing to me. And I I love this chip. And if I had not chosen this, I would have gone salt and vinegar because it is it, re- it really is just a, a, a super classic two ingredient flavor mm-hmm. that ever everybody should be able to enjoy. To to your point, the reason why I don't get me wrong, Ben. I love Cool Ranch Doritos. Definitely top five chip, no matter what. It can't. I don't think it can be the best because I just want to suck the flavor off the chip at the end of the day. And I think that the chip itself is is a little lacking. I want to do that with other chips, but yeah, to Drew's point, I think like you the the other flavors let the potato or the the base of said chip shine through just a little bit so it's a a complete chip versus just ah flavor so that wasn't the question the question was what's the best flavor not what's the best can i get that one more time ah flavor (laughs) that's what i think of when i think of cool ranch doritos just "Ah." that's not the name of the episode i'll be upset (laughs) ben is on to something we i mean the three of us have talked about you know 
it's about the base chip, but we did agree that the segment was what's the best flavor. Mm, I, we said what's the best. I mean, flavor. yeah, but flavor of chip flavor is not just seasoning. So maybe that's what I'm saying. Seasoning. I just want to suck the seasoning off of the Dorito, not necessarily because flavor is complexity. Flavor is like the I get potato you, part of it. It's all I get what you're saying, okay. but I think I like I'm okay with Cool Ranch winning. I I don't know if that is I I love the way you phrase it. I think that's the best Travis Ah uh, flavor. Like that's exactly what Cool Ranch Dorito is. However, comma who doesn't love Ah uh, flavor? But I don't <laughs> yeah. like if you're gonna tell me like if you put the Cool Ranch flavor like on a Waves chip or a you know that's not gonna change it for me. But oh okay, you know I don't. Unless I just misunderstood where we're going I think with that. There's a little bit of a marriage of both with that one because if you put cool ranch flavor on like the actual, not just like a ranch Pringle or a ranch Dorita or a ranch, uh, sorry, Ruffles. If you put the actual cool ranch flavoring onto another chip, like a straight potato chip or something like that, I don't think I'd like it as much. I right. do think that the actual Doritos corn chip. And the the pairing with the Cool Ranch work really well together, whereas it would not work on a different medium of chip. So does that make it a better flavor because they figured it out as a one-off? Or does it make it a worse flavor because all the other flavors have a ton of different types of chips that they try it out on and, and everyone likes the different types of salt and vinegar and the different types of... Uh, sour cream and onion and the different types of barbecue but there's only one cool ranch like uh, i i don't know i'm i'm asking you lost me what makes what's what makes a flavor better if it's just a one-off chip and that's the way it works or mm. if a flavor is better because it lands on a bunch of different types of chips versatility versus accuracy individual yeah in, individuality yeah <laughs> i guess to me uh and i like I want to argue against Cool Ranch, but you bring up a lot of good points. Like to me, the best flavor of chip survives texture. Mm. I yeah. it to, to me, like if that's what we're talking about, like I like to me, it's not so much like the style of chip, and I don't know enough about chips, so I'm not trying to like knock or how dare you? You know, I'm like <laughs> Why you don't to do research you know, before like <laughs> corn to you know flour wavy you know whatever like that i you know i'm not trying to say that so if you were to i i don't know that's a fair point and i like it ben and i i don't have a count because i think you're correct in that raising that i kind of like the argument too because how many different varieties of style of chip are there with the salt and vinegar or well, the cheddar, cheddar and onion, or the you know the classics barbecue. But how much is that like? And I don't know what the correct verbiage for here is. I don't want to say patent, but brand. You know what I mean? Like secret recipe kind of. But like, there's ranch chips out there. There's no like okay. there's varieties of ranch chips, but there's no. I didn't knock, know that. Like okay. people knock them off. But no, yeah, yeah. No, I didn't know that. Okay, but there's no Doritos Cool Ranch knockoff right, right. out there because it, it is a very specific flavor. Right, right. Okay, I'm okay. But with you that. still don't see. 
nearly as many ranch chips as a lot of these other ones, including salt and vinegar. And, and Drew, that's a good point. So like, you know, like we, Travis, you brought up Cape Cod and, and Miss Vicky's. So clearly in my mind, salt and vinegar, are two best chips, uh, but like Lay's salt and vinegar, they're okay. They're not good. Exactly. So, so does that mean that the flavor is the best or does it just mean that it's only the best when it's on a certain type of chip? You know, Cool Ranch is the one only flavor and it's the best. Well, so I guess and, that, that go ahead, go ahead, fish thought. I was going to say, I, I think Rick brought up this point and it was one of you guys. I'm sorry, but the whole bag test. So yes. I will sit there and eat a whole bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and a little bag, love every little bag or family bag, family bag, do it. Family Crushing. bag. It, it won't it won't tear up my mouth. I'll tear up my stomach probably. But eating an entire family bag of salt and vinegar, as much as I would enjoy it, too much vinegar, it, it really starts to wear away at the mouth a little bit. True. So I would say that Cool Ranch Doritos would, would do the full bag test a little bit better. I want right. chips. I'm, I'm changing know, my right? vote to Cool Ranch. Yeah. I'm okay with it. I'm okay. Let's I'm not mad about Cool Ranch. I'm not I mad. I like it. And I'm I like the backup being a simple flavor like salt and vin. Anecdote for you guys. One of the greatest days of my entire life. It's a core memory for me was when I was eating a family size bag of Cool Ranch Doritos. And I reached in and came out with a nugget. A nugget of, of seasoning. Pure yes. seasoning. Nice. It sells for like 10 grand on the black market. <laughs> and it was the most delicious thing could sprinkle it all over the place it was oh god hey hey drew you know if you would have eaten that you would have died young i'll allow it yeah that was a good that was a good segment. i won't i'm cutting <laughs> yeah, no, no, out you know, then that was amazing that you know, was amazing i get to edit i get to edit it was a this. great it was a uh, maybe no, the best not, segue that's ever been on this podcast hey, i haven't done a you're segue not stealing my thunder yeah, on yeah, my birthday no, yeah, yeah. I'm not, i haven't not, done it in don't, months you don't get to do it on my birthday that's not how this ben, works ben, no I, it's my birthday i don't want you to you know you know that we are who we are okay nice maybe because it's your birthday we are have to do this it is you could say that maybe i'm praying and i hope you guys are such crazy kids i hope you're not a cannibal guys wouldn't go for a little bit tiktok all right Take it off. I but know. Travis, your love is my drug. Unless I it's know been that. said I know already. <laughs> Guys, I appreciate the segue assist. However, this topic needs no real introduction. Because we are discussing an icon. A legend, a, a a person who went through a beautiful metamorphosis, and we are going to discuss what is the best Kesha song. And here, if you guys are listening, this is where I might... I might make this its own segment. We'll see. I might cut a bunch of this out. I don't know yet. But I took the time to break down like my top 10 Kesha songs by album, basically. And so we're just going to get into it. Sit back, relax, have a drink with us because here's Kesha. Her first album, Animal. Classic. Classic album. Classic Kesha. Classic Basic drunk party Kesha. Like when you think of Kesha, you think of Animal. This album is just 
her on a 10-day bender over the course of seven days. How it works, I don't know. She does it. The first song, TikTok, it's a banger. It's the OG Kesha song. It's a party anthem. It's iconic, but it's not the best. You know, it's the first one. She had to she had to find herself. She had to experiment. She talks about the party not stopping. But then why do you even concern yourself with the passage of time? Right. Why is the song called TikTok representing time? But then you're going to go talking about the party not stopping. Don't even that that's contradictory. I don't like it. Why is Mick Jagger the bar for the guy she wants to go home with? This is going to come up later. Remember this. It's unrealistic expectations for men as well. Not okay with it. Lyrics such as make it pop. DJ blow my speakers up. They're not her speakers. She's suggesting that he destroy his own property for her own amusement. Potentially harming others. Again, great song. Love TikTok. Hope it plays at every wedding ever. Not her best song. Another banger. Your love is my drug. I like to use that just phrase in general. Great phrase. We used it earlier. Just whenever I want to express how much I love someone, it's my drug. It's got the thumping bass, the catchy pre-chorus. There's that transition drop into your love. Your love, so good. It's incredible. I love it. I love how she switches up the third verse to almost like a bridge, but not really. It's, it's like a weird kind of transition. But then she also goes like, at the very end, I like your beard. Another iconic line. I say that all the time. People don't get it, but it's there. Um, but at the end of the day, she's just basically saying that uh, she's staying with the same guy because they have great sex and that's not a really good long-term relationship plan and I don't, I'm not here for that. Like, it's cool for a little bit but like, she's advocating for it long-term and that's not okay. Take it off. Another one from Animal. Great song. Great song to run to, right? Just non-stop. Bass is pumping. I don't know the beat for a minute but it's up there. It, it does have like a weird robotic start but obviously like it does jump right into the EDM bass and I do think by the way Kesha might be like the queen of the transition. And I'll get this a little bit there. The transition from like a thumping bass to something more maybe melodic, back to the bass to something maybe a little bit more vocal. She's, she's just jumping all of those and she's so good at it. And the build up from the first pre-chorus and of course, great song. Like start finish. But like TikTok, she's just suggesting every party and cause a lot of damage, property damage in the process. You, know, you don't necessarily need that, right? You don't, you don't need to cause damage. Party. Party. It's fine. Funny song, dinosaur. I think it's funny, right? It's got like a, it's a, it's a good song and I listen to it as humorous. But like she is very hypocritical because she's talking about how an old man is hitting on her, but yeah, her expectations for a guy is they have to look like Jagger. Where do you, wh where's, how, wh what's going on? Pick one. Pick Can one. I? Yeah, go for it. Can I interject? Yeah. Have we talked about like a song? Travis, I have to sleep at some point. No, so, it's my birthday. This is actually, my segment. Can is, we all give us our picks and then Travis could do it, his? It is your can... birthday, but <laughs> I need you to record this separately and release it as its own episode One, and two, get to the three, point of four, five, six. I have at least seven more to get through. All right. Nope. Uh, yeah, I'm going <laughs> to call it there. And I left it longer than I felt like I should. But can we get if you guys if, if you guys are listening and you want to hear the full version, I'll be releasing that later. Go ahead. Go. What are your picks? Uh, OK, so uh, best Kesha song. I remember the first time I heard Kesha, uh, which is kind of weird uh, because I don't listen to Kesha now. And I think I only know a couple of songs. But uh, uh, yeah, senior in college, 2009. It's the first time I had heard Kesha. Uh, went through a few songs, tried to figure out which one was my favorite, which one was the best. Tried to kind of mirror those two together. And um, I think I figured out which one is my favorite and which one is the best. And I I think it's 
because it's a it's a fun song it's a party song it's a club song it's a feel-good song and i think it's funny the message it sends which is not why i like it but it's a, a part of it of this whole thing with staying with a guy because you have great sex and you don't hear that a lot in girl lead songs you hear that a lot in guy lead songs so i went with your love is my drug as my favorite and again ends with one of the most iconic hilarious phrases uh i like your beard and i'm a new beard beard. wearer yeah i just grew my beard out so that maybe that has something to do with it but so i i like that and the reason why i struggled with that one was because i can't grow facial hair but still like that song so this is another this is another one of the ones where it's about occasion to me and like what is happening in the moment so i and i also struggled with like what what do i think is her best versus what is my favorite Kesha song cuz as i admitted earlier i li- i like trashy in my life and that is not a knock at kesha no no that's I'm, a compliment just, i get that I'm, I'm just saying that, like, if you're saying that, like, I'm just picking a song, I'm not saying this, you know, TikTok, if you're saying, like, it's not a good song, like, that, that that's not what I'm saying. Like, I enjoy, like, in the situation, sure. that's what I want in my life kind of thing. But all that being said, I I will say that I, I did struggle with this. Um, and again, I don't know if I landed on my favorite or what I think is best but uh, i'm gonna say die young is my favorite mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. the best kesha song for me and i am again it's similar to cool ranch there's a couple other songs i'm not i'm i wouldn't be mad to lose to it's just i didn't i was struggling with favorite versus best um so that's where i'm gonna land and also again it has to be standalone of course so to me, and I'm not saying that it doesn't mean that she came up with it, but if there's a song that's featuring somebody else, to me, that involves dip. And mm. it would be hard for me to justify a song featuring somebody else. I'm not saying that she didn't come up with it. I'm not saying she you know, was that talented in that song. But to me, I don't know if I could vote for a song that either A, she was featured in or featuring somebody else. So that so, is why that's where I landed. So I'd like to go next because I agree. Die Young is the best Kesha song. And Rick, I appreciate the situational music that you're talking about. But I think if you're going to be the best, you have to be maybe not the best in every situation, but you got to be like top three in every situation, right? You got to be like towards the top. And I think that as soon as I hear... I hear your heartbeat to the beat of the drums and I hear the thud thud like I'm in it. You've mm-hmm. got me hooked no matter how I'm feeling. Right. Yes. Good day, bad day, party day, uh, work day, whatever you want. I'm going to start belting it as soon as I hear it. And then the 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 double thud. Yep. So good. And I think one of the things I like about this song, and I was kind of alluding to this to my analysis earlier is this is the type of song that she ends up in. I think it's her fourth album that she's. This was a song I feel like she wanted to do, not like her producer made her to do, like in her sure. terrible backstory, or whatever. Um, 
And you, you kind of, I factored that. Yeah. You kind of get a sense of that. Like you feel, I feel like it's got the trashiness, right. I, which I appreciate. It's got a little bit of that, but it's also got a bit of a little of this. And that's like the little heartfelt, like, yes, let's make the most of the night. And like, we're going to die young, right? This is our only opportunity. Let's just give it our all. And I, and I, that speaks to me. And that's what I think is when I think of best, it's, uh, I know you, I was a little criticized by like, oh, the lyrics or whatever, but like, it's the lyrics, it's the design of the song, it's the meaning behind the song, it's all of it encompassing, and a trashy song could be the best song, but if this song has a little bit of trashy and a little bit of, you know, uh, future Kesha involved as well, I'm all for it, Die Young, best Kesha song. I agree. Woo! For that me, was easy. Kesha brings me back to college and all of us hanging out. And it, like those were Kesha songs were like the house party music of the day. Um, and yes, like TikTok is amazing. And uh, so many of her songs to this day are played all the time, either, you know, remixes, mashups, whatever. But I agree with you that this one felt the most original to her. And it yeah. starts off so fucking strong. Like the rest of them, I felt all she she does that thing where she like kind of top talk sings a lot yeah. of a lot of times in her songs, which I, I really love in all her music, but this one just starts off banging. Like it's it's middle of the set. We're mm-hmm. already raging and we're just fucking going for it type music. And I, I, yes. I really do think that out of out of her I'm leaving, you know, her fourth and fifth album out of this, um, even though I, I really do truly love them. But I, I do think that this is her absolute best song because it shows a lot of who she was and wanted to be and, you know, ended up being in the long run. Right. So I'm glad I'm glad we all went there because and it, is it is Rainbow her fourth? Is that what we decided yes. before we started yeah, recording? Rainbow's I think so, yeah. so. Because. I because and I agree and I also didn't know the backstory uh until y'all started saying it but to me that was the one where like it was like her choice mm-hmm. I guess like yeah. you know it was it's like and I'm not trying to say this is her story but you know you have like cuz like to me if like Travis if you were my producer and you're like Rick sing these you know stupid so- I'm not saying her other songs are stupid but if you're like singing these stupid songs, I I would like I would eat it up for you know my millions of dollars. Me personally, I'm not trying to force that on anybody else. However, comma you get to a point where like you want to express yourself as an artist, I guess. Versus you know what I mean. Versus trying to make it, and so like that's where the rainbow or whatever album it was fell into that. And so like I personally don't like the song praying. It annoys me. I hate it. It makes my balls itch. Mm-hmm. Like I, you know, what I mean? but like in a terms of like to a song, but sure. If you're saying like musical talent, I would be willing to convince if you want to like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. argue that that was like her. You know, then that's where I struggled with favorite versus. Well, and like, so, so like when I when I was thinking about this segment and maybe trying to make an argument for anything on Rainbow. I mm-hmm. thought about praying, and I, I I like that song, um, just because it builds and it's very emotional. You know, take out everything you know about Kesha, 
right but and as much as i say i'm a basic white girl like you know it does nothing for me but i I mean i would say so for for me like kesha yeah there there's a lot of i feel like analogs for her in the female artist community of like you know they got big and did the pop thing and then went back to like go like going after actual music um and like (laughs) you know writing and that sort of thing so bastard for me on that album is Mm -hmm. real good because it's just it's slow it's acoustic and she's just kind of it's more about her just kind of speaking her piece whereas like praying to me was more of like a she's trying to ramp up people's emotions and knows Mm, that she's doing it um so that's my little diatribe on on Rainbow, and I I okay. really love that album. Um, but again, I mean, the uh, the things that I initially love and still love about Kesha was the party girl phase because that was mm-hmm. originally yes. what she was trying to market herself as, and you know whatever went down with her backstory is terrible, and yes. But in the long run, those are the songs that like when I'm trying to get out of my own head yes, and just kind of have fun. Brush your teeth with a bottle of Jack. Have fun right. listening to music and like, you know, or like Travis said, like running or working out or just kind of expressing emotion without actually having to really analyze the meaning of the song. I go back to those original Kesha songs too, which is why I think Die Young fits really beautifully yep. in between all of those because it is kind of a, a a marriage of all of them i love everything you both said like nail on the I, head. I thought this could be a, a lot more heated yeah yeah no i mean there there are so many good ones for me to choose from i think my favorite album is cannibal just because yes when when i want to uh like to me Animal, the first one is her like dumb party girl, like let's just break shit. And then the second one, I think, is uh, the, the warrior, like that's kind of her yeah. kind of exploring her new phase. But then Cannibal, I like is, a lot. yeah, Warrior's great, but Cannibal is like, let's take Animal and make it dark, right? And there's so much more base. She talks about like, I'm gonna drink your blood and suck your teeth. I don't know what that means. But I'm a but little I'm intrigued. I'm, a, I'm, you got Hot. my interest peaked. Like, but it's also just like the song just hit, at least my favorite songs from the album hit so much harder from, um, I'm going to say a dance perspective or a party perspective or a, uh, driving home while you're drunk perspective and you need to stay awake and stay between the lines perspective. That album is like, I'm here for it. I'm here for it. Speaking of driving home drunk, I need some Waffle House. (laughs) Great segue. And because it's situational and we need to keep that in mind when we talk about this. And I'm going to pee with that. I thought it was occasional. Whatever. Occasional. (laughs) Occasionally situational. Yeah, Travis gets it. Shit, I broke another string. Don't worry, call Ray over at Rocket Guitar Repair. Rocket Guitar Repair? Rocket Guitar Repair. With over 50 years playing, building, and repairing guitars, 
Rocket Guitar Repair can get your guitar repaired rocket quick. Call Rocket Guitar Repair at 678-400-3062 or visit rocketguitarrepair.com. I was doing a little light reading the other day. Came across an article. A uh, person named Mika Cash had... They they made a book. They published a book of of photographs of Waffle Houses. It's just a book of Waffle House pictures, and it's so it was very cool. Uh, she did it while she was just driving through the South back in 2018, and they they imagined that the unwritten rules of Waffle House state that no matter who you are or where you're from. You will receive good service if you are kind, respectful, and you don't overstay while others are waiting for a table. And I like that. I liked that. That was a good like, haha, got you. Like that's that's the rule. There it is. And I it got me thinking, like, what are the other unwritten rules of Waffle House? And I think if we can all agree, that should be one of them is just. Basically, don't overstay your welcome if other people are waiting. If there's no one waiting, stay as long as you want. It's Waffle House. That's what you do. Who wants <laughs> to talk about their unwritten rules? I have very few, so I'll go, go first. Go for it. As long as we can agree on the first one, again, it's situational. It's not brunch. What I, I'll say it this way. Go ahead and wa- tell us your rules. What we're going to do is you you tell us your rules. Yeah. Ben, yep. then Drew, then me, and then we'll just pick yep. the top five. Yep. I have very few. Uh, it's situational. Number one, you don't lounge typically at Waffle House. Number two, you don't leave Waffle House once entered unless the cook throws a plate across the wall and leaves. That's rule number two. Hold on. Wait, can you can you clear? You said you don't leave unless. I, what I mean, okay, you're right. That's fair. I, I just I want to make phrase, sure. Like, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. Wanna, I didn't phrase. I didn't phrase that correctly. It's not an eagle song. Okay. Yeah, yeah. In terms of before you've ordered your food. Yes, thank you. Got so unexpectedly, you, you, you don't thank leave. You. Yes, Drew. You don't yes, leave you. without finishing your full yes. meal. You don't leave without meeting the intent of the Waffle House visit. No matter what happens, and what I mean is like no matter what fights happen. I don't care what else happens at Waffle House. That's what I'm getting at. Because like if if the the cook fights a patron or there's a robbery, you know, whatever, the only reason to leave before the meal is concluded is if the cook himself throws a plate against the wall and walks out and leaves the only waitress there crying. Uh, and the only reason I bring that situation up is because we've experienced that ourselves. <laughs> Rule number three for me, and this is my last one and someone else can go, is if you're solo, you go to the bar and then it's the same as the urinal rules, which may be a different podcast, but those are my only rules for Waffle House. I agree with Rick. The only caveat to the plate against the wall one for me is if somebody draws a gun. That's fair. fight. Fight no, fine. it's not fair. No, it is. It I'm, is. Rick. I'm willing to put gun in there. Fist fights, if, fine. Yeah, gun, fist fights are fine. Blood, okay. The cook leaving, absolutely. If if there's nobody on that, why am I here? 
if somebody draws a gun, I'm out because that's happened before too. And I'm just, I'm going to walk away as fast as possible. Mine, uh, as I stated the first one, it's not okay to go to Waffle House after 10 a.m. or before midnight. It has to be within that golden hour of either I'm getting breakfast because I'm so fucking hungover or I'm there because I'm drunk Mm, and need something to sober up a little bit. Um, the rare occasion before midnight and like in that gray area of like, you know, 8 p.m. to whenever is pregame fr- Waffle House. Yeah. Or when friends get together because we've had a few of those. The second one for me, if you're driving by and there's not at least one of the letters in the sign out, the lights out, don't go to that Waffle House. Oh, thank you, Drew. I Yes, <laughs> because yes. that's that's yes. a new Waffle House, and they have not experienced the grit and determination it takes to be a Waffle House. So you don't know what you're going to go into. If there's at least one letter out and they haven't replaced it, you know that those people have more on their hands and more things to worry about than just running a Waffle House. And those are the kinds of ones I want to be at. Third for me, um, you have to order coffee. And this is this is probably contentious for some of you. I, I don't necessarily hold it as like a golden rule for everybody, but for me personally, you gotta order coffee because it's disgusting diner coffee that doesn't taste good, but you have to order it because I feel like that's what those greasy diners are known for. And then last but not least, with on top of the coffee thing. Um, you have to build pyramids and buildings out of the coffee creamers. Yes. It's an absolute must. You have that whole bowl of creamers sitting there, those little one ounces. What are you going to do with your time while you're waiting for your waffles and your eggs yes. and your hash browns smothered, covered, chopped and topped to be made? You got to you know put, put the little things in, and build the little buildings out of the creamers. So those are mine. True, that last one just freaking took the cake, man. That was, that was solid. All it's right, one I, of my fondest yeah. memories of Waffle House, and I I love it to this day. Yeah, I've got four as well, and I, I I built mine all off memories as well. So, all right, number one, you're not allowed to leave unless you're full. You're not going to Waffle House for a snack or a salad. You're going to fill up on hash browns and eggs and waffles and everything. So do not walk out that door unless you are full. It's not expensive. It's fine. Number two, you must order at least a side of meat with everything. I don't care if it's bacon. I don't care if it's ham. I don't care if it's sausage. I don't care if you're a vegetarian. Order it and give it to your friend. Meat comes with everything. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Number three. Don't complain about how sticky the syrup bottle is. Yes, It's fine. It's fine. It's sticky. It's syrup. Deal with it. All right. And number four, expect everything you eat to be good, but nothing to be great. Yes. Those are my four. I like those two. I have a bunch of them. They're relatively short, so it shouldn't be that big of a video. Don't order the steak. Don't do it. Yes. I like Don't it. Don't do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's Which sticky. is different than Ben's point, but I like that. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. You can have a meat, like, if you get it for the side, give it away to your dog, that's fine. 
a sticky booth is the best booth. Yes. <laughs> Having three people at the bar is always conversationally awkward. There's no way around it. Someone's always going to get left out or the person in the middle is going to be just like awkwardly in the middle. Don't if you have more than two go sit at a table. If you want to check on the status of your waffle, just shout waffle. That's for us. Go to Waffle House after midnight at your own risk. Yes. I'm not necessarily even talking about the food. I'm talking about your life, right? Shit goes down. This next one, Waffle House food is either the best or the worst. You get both sides of it between the hours of 12 a.m. and 12 p.m. Meaning you can either have the best food of your life or the worst food of your life because they forgot your waffle in the iron because they went outside mm. to smoke and it's burnt kind of thing. So I like it. You're going to get both sides of the spectrum. Uh, this is probably my favorite one, and I'm going to be really mad if this doesn't make it into our top five. You must use the hash brown lingo when ordering hash browns. Yes. Don't tell me yeah. you want onions and cheese. Don't yeah. do that. Scattered, covered, smothered, baby. Let's go. And then my last two is don't be a dick. Just don't do it. <laughs> and then this is me personally. If this doesn't make it, I'm fine. But at Waffle House, if I get average service, I'm tipping more, not significantly, I'm tipping more than 20%. I'm okay with that one not making it. But usually if I'm ordering like a waffle plus hash brown. Say, like, say that for me again. I said, if I get average service at Waffle House, which to me, average service deserves a 20% tip, right? Well, we haven't even talked about tip spectrums. Yeah. It, but but I think if if you get average service at a Waffle House for your Waffle House experience. I, I get where you're going with this. If I get acknowledged as a human being. Which is average House, for Waffle House. I'm saying I give Waffle you House. More, I'll give you a 50% <laughs> tip at Waffle House. Like if, right. I, if you yeah. speak words to me. Yes, I, I average I like for Waffle saying. House experience, and you get more and than percent. If the cook says something to me, yeah, it usually oh. gonna be a little bit. More. If the cook says something to me, I'll leave you hundred dollar tip for y'all to split. Like <laughs> it's I don't just care. it's just for him. Yeah, I'm slipping yeah. him a twenty, just for the acknowledgement of my existence. Those are my rules. So to recap, I'll run through this real quick. Rick has don't lounge. Don't leave unexpectedly unless the cook throws a plate and walks out. If you're solo, go to the bar and same as urinal rules apply. Drew says an amendment to Rick's as don't leave unexpectedly unless the cook throws a plate and walks out or someone draws a gun. It is not okay to go to Waffle House between between the hours of 10 a.m. and midnight. One of the letters on the sign has to be out for it to be a really good Waffle House. You have to order coffee and you have to somehow build something out of the coffee creamers. Ben says you are not allowed to leave until you're full or you have to order at least a side of meat. Do not complain about the bottle of syrup being sticky and everything is good is nothing but great. I said, don't order the steak. A sticky booth is the best booth. Having three people at the bar is always awkward. If you want to check out the status of your waffle, just shout Marco. Waffle. Thank you. Go to Waffle House after midnight at your own risk. Waffle House food is either the best or the worst between the hours of 12 and 12. You must order hash browns using the hash brown lingo. Don't be a dick and tip more than 20% if you have average service. So of those, 
Let me hop out. Um, what are the top I, five? I like Drew's. A Waffle House has to be missing a letter. I think that is crucial. Uh, I like Ben's. You have to order a, a side of meat. And I, I think it was Travis's, but whoever's, you it, you know, average, minimum, whatever. It's at least 20%. It like, at, at absolute minimum at Waffle House, I like that rule. Well, and then I'm going to throw in a fourth. The bar at Waffle House equals urinal rules, or if you're solo at Waffle House, those are my four that I'm going to put my stamp of approval on. Drew? I'm putting forward my creamer building. Ah, I like that one. I'm seconding that one, thirding that one, yeah. And the letter out. Um, I know that's two for me, but I really like those. Sticky syrup bottle. You know where you are. Get the fuck out of here. A side of meat I really like as well. Just like a side of bacon or something like that. Oh, urinal rules mm. for the bar. And those are my those are my tops. Ben. So I'll start with Rick. Absolutely. The urinal rules is, dude, that was, I mean, I'll, I'll say brilliance because that's, yes, absolutely. Drew, driving by without a letter out and the coffee creamer building. Both, both of those are huge. The coffee creamer building may be the best one on the entire list. Travis, after midnight at your own risk. I'm surprised nobody else said that because it is definitely after midnight at your own risk. I, I would also say, Travis, the uh, have to use the hash brown lingo. You're a dick if you don't. That kind of pulls in your number eight, but I'm going to stick with number seven. You're, if You're a dick if you don't use the hash brown lingo. Uh, and then with my own, I'm going to go with the sticky syrup and the first one that I said, which is you're not allowed to leave unless you're full. All right, so... I don't even feel like I have to do mine just because they're going to be probably in line with everyone else's. I think the five, not including the first one of the don't overstay, but it's the go to Waffle House with the letters out. Don't complain about the sticky syrup. You have to build something out of the creamers. Your no rules apply to the bar and you have to order hash browns using the hash brown lingo. Everyone go with that. Oh, yeah. I'm th- There's a couple like, I'm not mad. The five I, to seven range could yeah. have been swept in, but I'm I like those. That's a solid yeah, I'm not five mad. six. Solid. Yeah. So, solid. so the one I'm really surprised no one mentioned um, is the jukebox. Oh wow! From yeah. back in the because Touché. it's not really a it's not really a thing anymore. Um, but one song per person, and don't fucking make it all hoobastank or whatever. <laughs> Dude, I would be just. <laughs> Totally just <laughs> pitch slap that Waffle House. <laughs> That's so I haven't been to a Waffle House in probably, I mean, I have been to Waffle House, but I haven't been to one 10 in years. the last five years that yeah. has had a ju- jukebox. Oh, 10 years since I've been to a Waffle House. Oh, I was there. Wait, what? Yeah. Uh, two weeks ago. Sorry. Yeah, right? All right, so Saturday. Uh, I've been to Waffle House. Like, I've lived in Georgia for three weeks, and I've been to Waffle House twice since I've lived. Almost here. as long as I've been to, as almost as long as since I've been to Taco Bell. But you have baked chips, so I'm not really surprised. But I'm disappointed. <laughs> I'm also bigger, bigger than all of you. I'm also bigger than all of you. <laughs> and and to be honest, I think that the bar is about to close and we should go to Waffle House, right? I agree. I'm going to go to Waffle House. Oh, guys, it's actually time for last call. I could walk to Waffle House right now and I would fuck it up. Take it away, Benny boy. 
I don't have a last call. I thought you said you had a Kesha theme last call. No, I was suggesting that for you because you do the music ones. Oh well, I don't have a then we don't have a last call, so never mind. <laughs> I thought that's what you were doing when we were all waiting for you at the beginning. I thought you were writing a last call. Oh no, this that was just my analysis of all of the Kesha songs. Oh my god, <laughs> that was his diatribe. That was my oh, like uh... my love letter to Kesha. That was all that was. <laughs> well, this is awkward. Um. <laughs> It's sad. We went really long on this one. I feel like it's going to yeah, be... Yeah, this was a long time. episode. That's fine. It really was. And no last call tonight, boys. Uh, we're just going to get kicked out and go to Waffle House. And that's fine by me. Guys, if you are listening right now, thank you. I appreciate you. If you're not listening, <laughs> I'm impressed. <laughs> follow us on the Twitter. Follow us on the YouTube. Follow us on the Instagram. Follow us on all the stuff. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. We don't care. Just remember that this is our podcast and you're just along for the ride. I love you, Kesha. I love you as well. I like your beard. <laughs>